This is a Channel 101 podcast. Welcome to Primetime Files. I'm Todd Donalds, and this is my little podcast, hanging out with, getting to know the creatives behind the film and TV, specifically uh, those who've been involved in making five-minute shows for the monthly LA-based festival, Channel 101, or its audio-only sibling, Frequency 101. On the show today, you'll hear me doing a a flustered Q&A with three bright young minds, the talented people behind the Frequency 101 show, Ghost Detective, Sam Liebman, Holden Logan, and Violet Van Buren. The last of whom, by the way, has a primetime show on Channel 101, Gnome Homes. Now, I wasn't flustered because they're shitheads. I like them all very much. I was flustered because I thought I'd be better at talking to three people at once on a Zoom than I was. It's not their fault, and it certainly is not your fault either, okay? Sam, Holden, and Violet, up until last month, were interns for Channel 101 and Midnight Kids Studios, so we talk about that as well. This being Thursday, May 25th, the day of this podcast... Just to let you know, we were talking and recorded what you're about to hear on Sunday, May 7th, which was the day after the Channel 101 screening for, for, for April, which gave us the results for both festivals and were fresh on finding out that their shows were voted back. So the mood is nice. Here's that conversation now with Sam Liebman. Nip, sip. Holden Logan. Hold on. And Violet Van Buren. Violet, you get you have a show in prime time on both, and I just thought that should be called like Ultra <laughs> Prime or something. Ultra Prime, I'm like a robot. Because yeah. there's going to be four people for the listener to distinguish between, so I figured I'd just go one by one in terms of like introducing yourselves. Okay, thanks for thanks for doing this. Thanks for your time. Yeah, for sure. That's really hot. Well, <laughs> welcome to Primetime Files. I'm in the company of Holden, Sam, and Violet, who do the show Ghost Detective that's on Frequency 101. Violet, of course, is Ultra Prime, a term I just came up with for having a show <laughs> in Frequency Primetime and Channel 101 Primetime. The screening was last night, and Gnome Holmes is back. How do, how do you guys feel about that? You're fairly new to 101, I understand, right? So how, uh, general consensus of excitement? Yes, absolutely. It feels, it's cool to be... Uh accepted into the community and we just joined and we have like shows everywhere it's it's so much fun correct me if i'm wrong like whatever i should like interns is fair right you guys are 101 yeah. interns yeah and damn it there's going to be a follow-up to that <laughs> but um <laughs> what was your introduction to sorry i'm going to edit this Let, let's establish for the listener who who each of you are so they can go by your voice we'll start with uh holden does anyone say you sound like a like a famous actor? Or is there like a certain actor that people say your voice reminds them of? I don't think so. I've never been told that I've sounded like a famous actor. I don't know if, if Violet and Sam can come up with answers, but I, I don't have anyone that I've found that I sound like personally. You're unique, Holden. I know. I'm, I'm yeah. a special guy. And uh, Holden, what's like? what's your main bag? What do you love doing? What is the thing that you want to be? Yeah, so I've loved editing. I think editing is my, my favorite thing to do, especially when creating the show, but also just in all aspects of creation in general. I've, I've never found myself being a voice actor. I did do a bit of the voice acting in episode two, but I 
it's never been my my specialty or anything. And I, I do enjoy writing as well, but editing is the thing that I've fell in love with. And it's the thing that I find to be the most enjoyable. Well, editing, of course. Don't tell the other two, but you're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, let's start off with the with the voice thing. Do you think you sound like a famous actor? Or is any does anyone ever tell you you sound like this person? I have never been told that I sound like a famous person, but I know that sometimes when I'm laughing very hard, the Seth Rogen type laugh comes out. <laughs> But it's only when I'm not paying attention, it comes out naturally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you sound totally. just like him. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's cool. What would you call your strength? It's tough to say. I mean, I'm a, I'm a writer, like, in my heart. So I love to write. I always want to write. But I also, I enjoy every part of the process. I've always liked to dip my toe into, like, every single piece of it, acting and editing. Um, all of it is super fun to me. Nice. All right, you've had time. You've had extra time to think about it, Violet. Let's do the voice question. I haven't. I haven't come up with an answer. <laughs> I don't think I have like a celebrity type voice, but I'll be easy to distinguish because I'm the only girl in this group. So yeah. if you have trouble, <laughs> listener, that's on you. Yeah, <laughs> that occurred to me the, after you said <laughs> it. And and what would I'm thinking? You could also throw animation in there, but what's your main thing? Sure. I mean, for Ghost Detective, I really enjoyed the voice acting the most. I think that was the part of it that like I really ended up clinging to. But I like writing as well. I'm no good at editing, so that's not my forte. Holden usually takes care of that stuff, and Sam. And then in terms of like actually creating a show, I really like writing stuff for myself. And then storyboarding it and like animating it. That's like, you know, I'm, I'm more visual than I am. I don't know. Auditory. So there's no equivalent word for, for Not sound really. only. <laughs> well, that's great. Like you guys are making great shows. And um, what would you, what would you say to someone that you only had a couple minutes to tell them what channel 101 is? Yeah. Any, any of you could take it. <laughs> I think, well, okay. I want to talk first because I think we as like interns have a very unique, what channel 101 is at least to us, right? Because we do a lot of the, we've been doing a lot of the marketing and we help with real life sci-fi and we do all that stuff. Um, So at the very least to me, it's more, it's like a, it's, it's both a community, but it's also like, you know, a a real film festival, right. That we help with. And that is like something to learn from every single day, you know, somebody else can take it. I, I agree with that. I see it as like, it's a film festival. It's a community that kind of gathers around and people who value cutting edge, like straight from the brain type of creation and just want to see cool new things. It's been a challenge to try to describe it to people succinctly like this, because it's like grabbing what our internship is for the semester. It's been, that's been something I've been trying to figure out how to do, but I think that that sums it up pretty well. A bunch yeah. of creatives. Yeah. Sorry. And um, sorry, it's also just a great way to make content. It's a good excuse to make stuff like, you have a, a place to put it. And if you're unsuccessful, then you can try again. Like there's no limit to what you can or cannot make. Um, and then if you do end up getting into prime time, then you keep going. It's just a, it's a good way to have an excuse to make something. Yeah. And if you call it a limit, the only limit would be the five minute um, limit. I'm looking for it. <laughs> Yes, yes. People are still excited about the idea of this. Awesome. By the way, to the world and to Violet, I say guys as a blanket term for people I'm talking to when there's more than one. I'm, I'm... It's neutral. It's the same as boys with an I. Right. No, <laughs> I'm fine with it. Okay. Ghost Detective is a narrative show. 
it's becoming a bit more of a rare thing, but it's we we, we get some really cool stuff in the sketch format in the uh, prose shows. One thing I always hope for is that people want to write a story with like protagonists who are on a journey somewhere, and Ghost Detective is a really cool show with a concept that's a narrative story and <laughs> narrative stories. Uh, love them or hate them, for or against. <laughs> love them, love them. Yeah, I feel like yeah with with Ghost Detective, I I think we wanted to do something narratively. Like I remember listening to the first couple episodes of Bloodblade. A little shout out to you, but I remember listening to that and knowing I wanted to do something along those lines. Like something narrative, something that had a story. And I feel like we, we kind of did that with Ghost Detective. What attracted you to the idea of the story that you did? That's tough to say. I feel like, I mean, for me personally, it was like seeing here, like Bloodblade and other, I mean, not to bring it up again, but it was a huge inspiration. Just cool, like, out there kind of ideas that we were seeing and frequency that Josh uh, was showing us and just knowing that we could kind of bring something far-fetched and like have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know exactly where it came from. Maybe Holden has more of a concrete. Yeah. So I remember when Josh, our supervising our supervisor was telling us like to come up with something to do. I, my first idea was just a story about this woman who and her husband who are in a car accident and um the husband dies and then the woman then goes out and tries to basically get revenge but then when we started brainstorming it we all came up with the idea of oh what if the husband dies but now he's helping out so that's kind of where the ghost detective theme came in and yeah we just kind of ran with it from there if i'm not mistaken like he's he's talking to her through the radio yeah yeah. Like kudos to y'all because my show Blood Blade, <laughs> clap, but, um, I, I constantly do things that work against themselves. I try to just trust the listener too much to know what they're seeing in their brain. Coming up with concepts where it's perfectly amenable, you know what I mean? Like if she's communicating to him and he's talking through the radio, you're hearing two people talk, which is all the listener needs to know information wise. But it's also, there's this layer of it's a ghost talking through the radio, I, and I love that. It's like, you find that nugget, you got it made in the shade, and congratulations, like, you got into primetime right away with it on Frequency. It's number one. As of last night, you guys are coming back for episode three next month. Um, that part of it must be new to, to you. What What's that been like? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It is fun. I, th- I thought for a moment you guys were like, sh- should we tell them about the sacrifice of goats? No. <laughs> well, no comment, but it's oh, uh, it's a fun time. It's like it puts it feels like we're putting something on the line, even though we're just having fun making it. It's like yeah. going to the screening, and everything. It feels like you're putting something on the line. And then there's like a, a cool moment. Like we know we're going to make another one and we have to kind of scramble, but it's a fun scramble and it's definitely something new, but like, cause we've been in, in school for the past, however many years, like working on an assignment basis, but this feels more like, like I care about this more than any assignment because I know there's people, not just like a professor. There's a, per, there's people, multiple people out there who said, I want to see another one, which it feels great. It's fun. Yeah. It's, it's the most fun job I've ever had. Truth be told, though, like, I don't know if the other two feel this way, but going into the screenings, I never feel like I have to win, you know, like I would be happy to be voted out, too, because it it feels like 
you know, pretty fair. Like if I get voted out or if we get voted out, it's like not the end of the world, you know, there can always be something new or something more. Yeah. Because it was fun to create already. It was already a win like that. We come out with the idea, even in the first place, it was just a good time. So it's just like, it's, it's an extra layer on top. And like, even for this screening, we're, we're worried because like we're all splitting up now. Uh, we have another episode to do, but like, we're not going to be together. We don't have the recording equipment necessarily. So it's like, it's a trial, but it's, it'll be a fun trial. Mm-hmm. What's up, buddies? Kayla here, host of the podcast Screen Vomit, which is a movie podcast for geeks and freaks of all kinds, breaking down films from the last 10 years, joined by people in various aspects of the entertainment industry, including musicians, filmmakers, and even several 101ers that y'all know and love, including but not limited to Alex Kavitsky, Anna Saragina, and even Todd Donald himself. I love movies, you love movies, I've never met a 101er who doesn't know what a movie is, but even if you don't, maybe you'll learn a few things, so check it out, Screen Vomit, wherever you find your podcasts. What was the experience like with the internship in other aspects? Do you feel Um, like you 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 learned a lot? It's completely worthless, isn't it? (laughs) No, I mean, this internship has been, it's been fantastic. I feel like I've... Liar. No, no, I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> I, feel, I genuinely do feel like I was able to to not only learn a lot like about like the industry itself, but just like being able to create is something that not a lot of interns have experience doing. Like um, throughout my internship thing that I did is called UTLA. So I went to the University of Texas and we have an LA program out here where they send out students for the semester. And we would all like all the UTLA people would come together like once a month and like talk with each other about like, Oh, what we're doing at the internships and whatnot. And it was, it was kind of like a, like a sweet moment where I could tell people, Oh yeah, I've made a show with other interns and it keeps getting voted back in and we keep getting to make more shows. Like it's something that is nothing like what I would have expected doing internships out in LA like I was expecting to be a coffee person and getting people coffee and just listening to people talk about nothing. But this, we actually got to create stuff. We got to be part of a community and it's just been a wonderful experience. You're, you're kind of in it for life now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't escape. I hope that no matter what, I mean, barring whatever circumstances that all of you keep making shows, but that was beautiful. Who's who next? I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you lingering, Sam. Okay. I mean, I learned a lot. I feel like I feel superior to everybody else in, in my program. So we, we uh, <laughs> Sam and I went through Ithaca um, and I feel like nobody got as good an internship as I did. Right. Like everybody was getting coffee. Everybody's like on their little sets, like just, you know, helping out. But like, even besides the whole creating thing, I mean, that's amazing. Right. Like I, I, I brought friends to the screening and I had some friends on Twitch last night. Like that is something that I would never have been able to do otherwise. And they were all so supportive. Like I can just share it with anybody. But even besides that, just like it felt rewarding every single time we went in, right? Even just to like make a little social media post or whatever it is, because Channel 101 is like, it's small. So you have a lot of responsibility and a lot of weight and a lot of say, which is great. Like it feels like I actually did a lot and was helpful compared to maybe other people down here who are just getting coffee. Not that that's not helpful, but like <laughs> it feels like I have more, you know, weight in in what I'm doing. They were like, welcome to LA. 
more like PA. Right. <laughs> exactly. And then even besides that, like, I feel like I got a ton of experience, you know, on my own, like animating, which is really great. I have another internship over the summer that is going to be an animation based internship, which I know that I would not have gotten if I hadn't been in Channel 101. Like, I am certain of that. So That's great. Got a lot to owe. A lot to owe this internship in general. Awesome. I'm going to totally echo both Violet and Holden on everything they said. It's crazy to be like first experience in LA, like with people who actually value the stuff that we create and like give it a platform. Like we come out here with big hopes and dreams of creating something and are like, okay, do it, which is, it's honestly, yeah, the best case scenario for coming out here with an internship straight from school. And also just like the fact that we're doing this now with you, like we came in and we heard blood blade and like, we were like, Oh, this is, these are the people right now. We're part of this. And like, we were like, that's awesome. Like we want to be like them. And then by the end of the semester, we're talking to you and like, we have more to do. Like we're not done. It's really just, it was more of an introduction in the community than just like a temporary, we're going to, you're going to work for us for a little while and we're going to benefit from you being here. It's like, they benefited from us being there, but it seemed like they really cared about. It's obvious that we were cared about and accepted as part of the community. And I think that's just, I can't speak. I can't give enough praise to the experience that we got. And that's what we were told from the beginning. Like Sevon says, interns don't get coffee around here. And we never like felt that way. We were always given important things to do and trusted. And yeah, this is, it's just wonderful. Best case scenario. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's wonderful. And I, all, all of you sort of pointed to like the one-on-one community as, you know, at, I'm sure you know, like there's no door with a lock on it. I think it's just a wonderful thing to find people. I'll say in my case, for people like me who are outside of LA or any of the, like the major places where people who are passionately creative and to break that down further, film and television, it's sort of scarce. Like there's literally... One to five percent chance that I'll find people like you three or any of the people that I've become friends with in Los Angeles through Zoom here that I can actually like have coffee with or do a production with in the fucking same room. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Zach Galifianakis. Now there's three more in my wolf pack. You know? <laughs> I just want to be in a, a giant wolf pack with other creatives um, back at you. We're part of each other's world now, like it or not. I feel like what's so crazy is that like everybody felt like such a celebrity when we first came in. I don't know. Like, like we were doing real life sci-fi or, you know, we would, we would do um, Abed show or even anything, right. Just go to the screenings and like, we would be so excited to be like, Oh my God, there's the guy who made Squiffle. No way. You know, like even last night, like at the screening, I was just talking to the guy who made cartoon show Jim and like, it felt like unreal, you know, to, to be on the same sort of level as that. But like, I do feel like, you know, we're, we're welcomed in very easily. Nobody's yeah. like a celebrity, you know? Yes. Yeah. Cause I still, we still feel like, like I still look up to, to you, to everyone we work with. Like, it's like amazing creators, but to be respected and feel like we're given the same kind of values is, is awesome. Uh, what's the possibility factor that like, even though the internship might be wrapped and locations might have changed, is there a strong desire to keep making things for specifically 101 or do you see yourselves like branching out? Yeah, I think I think the goal is to keep doing Ghost Detective as long as we can figure out a way to do it no matter what. 
Um, I know we're going to be in a lot of different locations, a lot of different time zones, but we've talked about and we want to keep doing Ghost Detective as long as we keep getting voted back in. Um, And we do have plans for it, but it's definitely going to be a bit of a struggle to do all of it. And while we're, you know, figuring out this, this whole LA summer thing. And, but there is a desire to continue. And I know I want to make shows as well, just for channel 101 at some point, I don't know when, but I, I will continue to produce content for channel 101, even though I'm not technically part of the internship anymore. I want to continue to be part of the community and continue to make stuff. Mm -hmm. Tess is an example of someone who, who was in the internship program before. And Mm -hmm. she's of course involved. She has the show uh, help self. Some people submit a show and it doesn't get voted back or whatever. And it's like, uh, hello, goodbye. Mm -hmm. But there are various reasons. Some people are like disgruntled. Some people just don't have another show in them. There's so many different reasons why we might just get like one title by people. But it's like, I'm signed up for your brand. This is just a big one person. uh, What do you call it when friends and family get together to tell someone to stop drinking? Intervention. <laughs> it's a, I'm a one-person intervention saying never quit 101. Um, I, I like that sentiment for sure. I mean, the fact that because I'm I'm coming back out to LA after the summer, the internship's over, but I will definitely be back. And I don't see a world where I'm not like every time I have an idea, I'm like, oh, that'd be a good pilot. Like I should do it. I should send it in. Like it's oh, it's great that it's here. Yeah, I won't be I won't be back in LA probably anytime soon if I can if I can stand it. Um, but I think channel 101, I will keep submitting to them even just as like a proof of concept thing, right? Like if I can get voted in and people like it, then that's enough for me to be like, Oh, maybe I can turn this into something bigger or even anything else. Right. Like just to make something to prove that I can do it. Hey, it's a me, Mario love channel 101, but hate looking at shit. Try frequency 101. All you gotta do is record an audio pilot, make it five minutes or less, and submit it to SubmissionsToChannel101.com! The listening audience will vote for the favorites, Mamma Mia, and the top five shows will return next month. And don't worry, it's all audio, so you won't have to look at any flop dongs. Frequency 101, you won't have to look at any dicks or buttholes. Is this the same question as before? I, I I wanted to know from each of you, like what your passion or main game is creatively. What's your ideal job in the industry, if there be mm. one? Um, yeah, I I mean, yeah, with editing, I would love to just be like some sort of like senior editor for I don't know, like a, a show on HBO or something. That's kind of like the the dream. But I've also been. I just I've been loving writing and I know with the writer's strike it's not exactly the best time to get into the business. But you know, maybe maybe after the strike is over and we finally get residuals from Netflix, then I'll start writing again. But yeah, I think just being an editor for a show or a movie would be that that's the dream. Sorry, I'm gonna add something. Each of you now gets more time to think about it. But Holden, what makes editing difficult and what makes editing enjoyable to you? I mean I think the most difficult part of editing is probably just the software itself, like knowing every little facet of the software and knowing what you can do and like how to make things or how to just like minimize time spent on certain aspects. But I mean, 
I think the the easiest and most fun part is just being able to be the one at the end of the line, being the one to create the product and really like make the story yourself, even though there is a story through the shots and the the writing. You're the one at the end of the line. You're the one making making the final decisions. And I really enjoy that part in editing. Nice. Who <laughs> sorry? Uh, uh, it's Sam. For me, it's tough. I, I'm a writing major right now. I'm graduating. I've done a ton of writing. But honestly, in the industry, my favorite thing to do is be on a set. Like we were working on set for 101 related movie and just being part of a team like that. Like I don't even know which part of it I'd like to be like on camera or sound or whatever, but just kind of the, the vibe of everyone's on a team. We all have our duty, but we're creating like a, a shared like dream of this film. Like how it all comes together is awesome to me. I and mean, I just love the, I said the word vibe twice in the same sentence, but I love the vibe. I've been a horrible host. You can say vibe three more times. In the <laughs> You've been a great host. I, I shouldn't be saying vibe so much, but it also, it makes space for something like 101. Like to me, this is kind of like an ideal place to be creative because it's, I can do what I want and I can explore like the writing and editing and like even animating or whatever, like it's all there and it doesn't have to be like a, a job. Like my job can be working on a set, being part of a production and also doing my creative things and getting that outlet here and like engaging with the community. Like, that's kind of why I like it so much because it's not this like corporatized uh, thing for money. It's just a creative outlet. Yeah. Sentiment felt. Don't like them corporates. (laughs) (laughs) Violet. Sorry. No, no. Um, I think, I think the dream is to be paid for whatever I'm enjoying. Right. I'm, I'm good at animating, storyboarding, and writing. Those are my three things. I'm one of those people who needs to who needs to write like every day or else I feel like, you know, I feel it tense up in my brain, not mm-hmm. letting enough creative out. But I think I'd be happy to just like have something like Channel 101 and be able to create and then be paid for something else if that's what's necessary. I feel like I'm the type of person who gets a lot from just being able to make something. So if that's how it is, then so be it. Yeah. Happy to have a community like this that'll support that. That's great. You're all great. I really appreciate your time. (laughs) Fill in the blank. You have to say, it's like a card against humanity card. Uh, Fill in the blank. If you don't vote for Ghost Detectives next month, I will blank you. No, okay. All Uh, right. Fine. That that wasn't fair. That wasn't fair. I will hunt you down. (laughs) I will ghost you. (laughs) Oh, damn. The last thing that I wanted to say was like, even though I'm not in in LA and I wasn't actually there and I I wasn't actually with you through the internship program, thanks on behalf of all of us who benefited from your help, assistance, work, effort, creativity, uh, labor, everything that you did, which, which I, of course, always extend to the people who are constantly there. Um, mm-hmm. but thank you so much for, for everything you did and on top of that adding to the as Aaron would say tapestry of <laughs> beautiful creations in this uh, 101 library big fan of Ghost Detectives big fan of Gnome Homes stay ultra <laughs> but, <laughs> and thanks for doing this fucking podcast hey it was a pleasure thank you for having yeah. us and we're big fans of you as well yeah I'm excited to see where Blood Blade goes Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm.
This podcast features music used with permission from the Holocene EP by Postmodern Machine. Available wherever you get bandcamp.com, but please visit postmodernmachine.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.